Ladies and gentlemen, yo, 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 fellas, 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 I saw that we had like a couple games canceled, right? The Mavs game, I saw that the Spurs, couple next games are going to be canceled, so I'm coming in today saying, hey, okay, okay, we might have like a nice little size seven to nine game slate. Nope, wrong, double digits, wrong, double digits, 10 game slate of Ruski we got today, and we're going to present it in a little difference of a style if you're watching, really even if you're listening on the podcast and also on the YouTube version. As you can see, we're sort of starting this bad boy off by giving you some notable injuries on the screen, and then we're going to go through today my top 12 overall. All plays on the slate. Some days it might be 10. It depends on what you are getting from a size of a slate. So we're going to go top 12 overall plays today, starting with drum roll, please. Number 12, as you can see on the screen, is a little bit of a teaser. We'll highlight, we'll highlight the injuries that are going to be notable today. But I'm trying to take the feedback of you, of you, the loyal listener, my friends out there, the OGs, the subscribers, all of you people out there listening, trying to take the advice there. And normally these videos are around, you know, right around that 30 minute mark, hitting in the deep diving in on the injuries and then getting to the best picks. But we'll try and trim down those videos a little bit and try and make it more impactful and more enjoyable and more valuable for you by going through those injuries quickly and then focusing on the early on top 12 plays for me right now so oh yeah the best plays video each morning you're going to be getting it even quicker even harder hitting and it's coming right at you right now so please as you're here right now i appreciate you like subscribe do those things let me know what you think of the new format as we get through it today let me know if you want to keep it going i think i think i think you're going to like it i think you're going to like the approach and just the the presentation style of how we're going about things now so thank you all for being here and it would, i would be remiss i would be remiss not to mention that for the second time ever Super Jeff said last time we only filled it at like 75%. This time we're trying it again. $100,000 Ruskies. This is, again, the biggest contest ever for basketball and Superdraft. $20,000 to first. Nice payout structure, 20% to first place. The contest is going to fill at probably like 75 to 80%, 82%, somewhere around there. That's where your first dollar should be going. There's not a better contest anywhere in the industry tonight than the Superdraft main contest where it's not going to fill anywhere near it, where there's $20,000. That is life-changing money for many people out there. Two first place and $100,000 in the tournament completely. Six figures. This is when you need to get in get in right now if you want to use the code sal sal they will give you a free 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 dollar ruski bonus hey yo yo you want some free money yeah let's shove those in our pockets slow drip format on Superdraft. again my name sal sal lets them know that you came for me we have projections down below to follow on Superdraft. we'll be talking about some of our top plays today on DraftKings, but also how they kind of relate over to Superdraft with their multipliers so don't get caught napping tonight don't get caught with your eyes closed because bam you're gonna miss out on an opportunity again Superdraft is usually going to be locking a little bit later than usual the super draft main contest tonight is called the jump shot and it does indeed lock at 7 30 p.m east coast time today so you'll see a little bit less games on that slate 7600 people 7600 people they're putting in this contest a little bit more than that actually there's only 73 in right now early on but we'll track this later tonight we'll be live tonight at around 4 30 p.m east coast time so be sure to tune in for that for an hour live so yeah let's get it cracking Check out Superdraft, like, subscribe, do those things. So to start off quickly, quickly, and quicker than we normally do with your early interest or your early injury news here, the notable injuries, right? There's more than this, but we can kind of touch on them as we go. Oladipo is doubtful, and so is Aaron Gordon. Cole Anthony is ruled out. If you are a point guard on the Magic, you might as well just pack your bags because you're probably going to be getting hurt. He's going to be out now with a rib injury for a while. Monty Morris missed yesterday, as well as Will Barton and Paul Millsap, all questionable for today. we got to see what happens there. That's going to impact some of the top value plays and upside plays on the slate. Mike Conley questionable, hasn't played in a while. Track that status is going to impact every single guard in that rotation. Kawhi Leonard's missed the last couple of games. No Paul George already. Kawhi Leonard is questionable and you're going to see all the upside in the world for Lou Williams continue to happen and some more minutes and usage for guys like Marcus Morris. Goran Dragic is out today yet again. Kendrick Nunn continues to play his nice minutes. Had four personal fouls pretty early on in that second half so he missed a lot of minutes. Only played low 20s last time. Don't expect that to continue and you're still having SGA remaining out. Theo Maldon returned yesterday. Expect him to continue to play and Daniel Tice missed yesterday. You got to see Robert Williams. He ended up getting you 30 fantasy points. Only played 20 minutes. He got one minute a little over 
over one minute of garbage time run. So really only played like 18 and a half minutes. We had him here projected down below on Patreon for 18 minutes. You can follow along with all my updated projections, rankings, and a lot of other tools down there for other sports. Ownership for some sports linked down below. Patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore. But look. I mean, he played his 18 minutes. He just ended up walking his way into 10 points and steals. I don't think big old time Lord, big Bobby Williams is going to end up getting like half of his fantasy points or uh, 40% of them from steals yet again. So again, he's still a fine play. The price point is going to be something that you can still play around with. But again, if there's no Daniel Tice, he's only going to play like 18 to 20 minutes unless the game blows out and they just want to give him some more run, which then even then there's a risk that they give some taco fall love minutes, right? So those are your early injuries. And now there's your format, quick little hard hit. And now we can get into the top plays, starting with number 12 and working our way backwards, edgy a seat add some suspense anthony edwards from minnesota against indy today six thousand dollars flat and here's the thing there's no d'angelo russell we got the news yesterday that he's going to be needing some surgery he's going to miss a couple of months and since russell has been out edwards is spiking up in not only minutes but shot volume even with carl anthony towns back and playing big minutes towns has played 30 plus minutes in each of his games back so far and anthony edwards with russell out has played 34 35 and 34 minutes he shot 21 15 and 20 times he's getting more shots off than malik beasley at this point which malik beasley is just a gunner he's just a shooter out there the first overall pick is playing a lot better now and actually giving us something to work off of giving us something that says wow six thousand dollars now is a little bit uh, underpriced probably when he was 6200 i said i got to see it a little bit more you know these games might just be fluky with this big shot volume carl anthony towns is back no he is the shooter right now on this team the first overall pick 10 of 20 yesterday alone in 34 minutes gives you over 50 fantasy points and he's contributing everywhere seven rebounds five assists with no russell on the court so far this year he's averaging over one fantasy point per minute that's good to see he's averaging a decent defensive rebounding rate for a shooting guard small forward of over 12 percent and a 28 percent usage rate that 28 percent usage rate right now is leading this team so anthony edwards i know carl anthony towns is back but he's that guy right now he's that guy in this team and i don't expect the minutes to come down or the shot volume number 12 for me the 1.75x multiplier on super draft is very appealing on the presenting sponsor down below check it out get in over on super draft anthony edwards number 12 on today's slate coming in at number 11 is a value play for you that might get a little bit drained out as we get more value today maybe some more uh news and more updates on what happens with the denver guys to see if their value starts to become sturdy right to see if monty morris is back things like that but mo wagner at thirty eight hundred dollars not too interested on super draft but thirty eight hundred dollars is just a cheap play at center right you might have some bigs at like a paul Millsap and some other guys from denver obviously Jokic being there is a little bit worrisome but you're getting the big fantasy point per minute upside and you're getting those minutes to come back we saw mo wagner return at the end of january and he was really limited right he would play 10 minutes 16 minutes right he wasn't really playing much minutes mid-teens and then they ended up giving him 22 minutes against boston and he played well in that game at a very cheap price tag right he was very low 3k range and then they ended up giving him in this last game out there on the 15th two days ago against houston 24 minutes right this is a houston team that wasn't playing cousins bigger minutes so we'll see what ends up happening today there is a matchup against a Jokic that is concerning but if you can get around 22 minutes out of mo wagner which i'm currently projecting him right around that 20 to 22 minute mark at 3800 he's going to look like nice early value and it mainly becomes from the fact that he's a great fantasy point per minute producer. Mo Wagner is averaging 1.06 fantasy points per minute so far this year. You know you're going to get a defensive rebounding rate out of him. And the other thing that he contributes well in is he's going to average between steals and blocks per 100 possessions, four steals and blocks per game. And you're seeing that. So you might think that it's fluky that, oh, he had like four steals and blocks in the last game and three in the game before that. No, that's just kind of his game at this point. You can kind of project in there for in a game for him, probably going to see two to three of those stats. So Mo Wagner on the value end becomes number 11 right now, early on as we look for some value. Next up, number 10. Now we are into them top tens. 
Mr. Malcolm Brogdon, whose price point is approaching being appropriately priced, right? He was priced down a couple days back to 7,400. That was awfully, awfully wrong. Now he's had his best game in a little bit of a while here, but he's still staying at the exact same price after facing Chicago, playing 42 minutes in that game. Good to see. He didn't even shoot well, right? Shot 25 times, shot 10 of 25 in that game. Doesn't even shoot well in the overall game, and he still gets you over 50 points because of the double-double with 15 rebounds, because of contributing still from an assist department. And now he has this matchup against Minnesota where his toughest matchup will be, you know, like 26 minutes of Ricky Rubio in this game. I think Brogdon is going to be fine here. I like Malcolm Brogdon. Jeremy Lamb coming back, some people were worried about. I mean, Jeremy Lamb's just a spot-up shooter for like six times a game, and now he's not even getting the minutes. So it's clearly Brogdon as the 1A, 1B with Sabonis on this team. Brogdon right now for me, I'm projecting out for 36 minutes in this game, and there's definitely a ceiling to that. Averaging 1.12 fantasy points a minute, a 30% usage rate leads this team to this point. And the appealing thing is that rebounding percentage is actually coming up. Again, you got the 15 rebounds in that last game, but this isn't a guard that's averaging like an 8% rebounding rate, right? Like you have guards on this team that average like around an 8%, 6% rebounding rate. Jeremy Lamb somewhere in that department around 10%. This is a guy who's averaging now a 14% defensive rebounding rate. Appealing to see the nice match versus Minnesota. Super draft, not as much appealing at a 1.2x multiplier, but $7,700 on a slate that they paid up. They priced up all the studs. That's something to point out. On this 10-game slate, all the studs are appropriately priced. They gave Randall the quick bump to 9,500. You've got guys in the 10K range like Vucic you haven't seen there. You have, it's a bonus in that upper 9K range. So the upper range, right? Even Jimmy Butler finally priced up a little bit, but nowhere near as enough. And we'll talk on him more in a second. But yeah, a lot of the studs have been priced up priced up pretty aggressively. That's something that we haven't seen most of the year. Normally, you'll see Sabonis at like 9,000 on this slate. Uh, a Randall at 9,100, right? A Vooch at 9,800. No, no, they priced them all up now. So the value is even more important if you want to get up to the top. So staying in this mid-range early on until we have more value, Anthony Edwards, Brogdon, they start to become more appealing plays. Now we get into the number nine play. And that man's name is Dylan Brooks. We called the buy low spot on Dylan Brooks the last time out. He played 29 minutes. The game turns into a blowout and he just plays decent, right? But the, the concern with him is, does he get in foul trouble? He's one of the highest. He's top three in terms of overall fouls per game for just your guards and small forwards but the nice thing here is that similar to Anthony Edwards and I prefer right now Dylan Brooks to him just more of a sample in terms of upside on fantasy points per minute Dylan Brooks is averaging right around 0.95 fantasy points per minute and plays the most minutes on this team but you're getting the upside from him in overall shot attempts and the minutes right now the price point is coming down because of some of the things like foul trouble and blowouts like in this last game that are keeping him from playing his 31 32 minutes that he should be playing and keeping him right around this 29 minutes right now so in that price range I'll take Dylan Brooks over Anthony Edwards it's very close right now this can change when I finalize my projections, especially if you want to flip it over to Superdraft, though, I'll take Edwards for the 1.75x multiplier compared to 1.55x. Brooks also has the matchup against Oklahoma City, which is going to be fantastic for you. Brooks averaging right now a 26.2% usage rate on the season, and he also picks up around three steals and blocks per 100 possessions in this game, so you can count on at least one or two of those accounting stats to add up for you. So Dylan Brooks at 5,600 has a really big ceiling, I would say, for his price range where he's at in that mid-5k range, especially in this matchup against Oklahoma City. I'm projecting Brooks for 31 minutes minutes today and now we can get into the number eight play in the slate which is going to be one Mr. Kelly Oubre and Kelly Oubre's price point well, hey we'll take we'll take the marginal price discount because of that last game where the game absolutely blows out and Kelly Oubre doesn't get the minutes he deserves they ended up losing in that game to Cleveland which is or they ended up beating Cleveland by about 30 points in that game 129 to 98 and you saw Kelly Oubre knock out really any fourth quarter run in the game he only played 25 minutes in the game still took 14 shot attempts right that's normally what he's taking when he plays like 30 34 minutes but doesn't play enough to get you the rebounds the rebounds that he was seeing 10 plus in three straight games games averaging a double double over those three games because of those rebounds but Kelly Oubre 
It's coming up. We've been talking about this. Now you get a slight discount from 6,400 to, or 6,500 to 6,400 because of the fact that the game blew out. There's other guys on this team that are appealing. Draymond Green, very close. He would definitely be a top 15 play for me. Andrew Wiggins, yet again, is appealing. But I'll take this matchup for Kelly Oubre, who's still getting some minutes with that second unit and, and getting upside when he plays with that second unit because of the fact that he's not on the court with a guy like Steph Curry for every single one of his minutes. The price on Superdraft, that 1.55x multiplier looks appealing. And he's been playing bigger minutes lately, right? The last game blows out, but before that, 32, 34, 34, 36, 33, 36 minutes right today i'm projecting kelly Oubre for 33 minutes of play with upside to that he is small forward power forward eligible i would recommend putting him in the small forward spot so you can get as many centers into your power forward spot as possible kelly Oubre is now up to 0.94 fantasy points per minute but if you look at his production over the last 10 games he's above a fantasy point per minute of a producer and his defensive rebounding rate is approaching 18 percent he can get you there in other ways than just scoring now the number seven play on the slate is a man who is heating up and his price points coming up but he's still not in the nine thousand dollar range and he should be jimmy butler jimmy butler since he's returned from COVID or whatever he was dealing with personal issues and things of that nature has been an absolute force for Miami. Now he's the most expensive player on the team as he should be. He's $8,800 as he should be priced up from his $83, $8,200 price tag, but he continues to just dominate. He's coming off of now two out of his last three games with triple doubles. He's missed other triple doubles by like one or two rebounds or assists in these games. He's absolutely smashing. Super draft, not as much of a priority, but our number seven play right now overall on DraftKings, averaging 44 and a half fantasy points per game, $8,800 in this matchup against Golden State. You're going to get a little bit of bump up in that regard. The pace in this one is going to look appealing at 104.5 the team total at 112.25 early on also looks appealing butler now at this point he's just dominating he's just absolutely dominating he's currently averaging on the season a 1.34 fantasy point per minute production when you average that much fantasy points per minute and you play that the minutes that jimmy butler has been playing butler as of late 38 32 39 36 34 right when you're playing these 34 to 35 minutes as a projection maybe even can start projecting him closer to 36 right now and you're averaging that big of a fantasy point per minute production you should be like around a nine ninety five hundred dollar player think about it this way trey young's been like 95 90 $600 for the better part of the past like month to month and a half. And he's a guy who averages 1.35 fantasy points per minute and he plays on a good day like 34, 35 minutes. Currently, Jimmy Butler is basically the same from a metric standpoint, not how they get there in the games. Trey, Trey's more of a shooter. He's not going to pick up these triple double type games as often. But Jimmy Butler's been producing fantasy wise in a very similar aspect this entire season when he's been out there. And yet he's priced, now he's priced at 8,800. He was just priced at 8,283. Egregious, right? That's why he was a great play. But he's still on their price. Trey Young at $8,800 would be a smash play to many on this slate. And Jimmy Butler at $8,800 is going to remain that that for me, Butler is probably a good, I would say six to $700 still underpriced for what he's recently doing on this team for how many times it's not just that he's on a hot streak, how much times he's touching the ball, his usage going up. That's why you're seeing the assists, the rebounds coming up. He's averaging basically like a steal and a half per game. Now. So Butler is our number seven overall play on the slate. We can now get into the number six overall play on the slate, Mr. Donovan Mitchell. And this is assuming this is what the assumption and right. You know what they say about assumptions, but this is assuming that we get no Mike Conley who was questionable and hasn't played in a while. If Mike Conley is out, well then just slide up everybody else and Mitchell would drop back of these top 12s. But right now, Donovan Mitchell, I mean, he's just shooting a ton, right? And, and at this point at $8,300, the price point is just kind of staying stagnant. It comes up a little bit. He's been right around 8K as of late. But the reason that it's coming up is because he's not shooting well right now, but he's getting the volume. He's getting the minutes. I mean, you can, you can expect Mitchell at this point, play 34 minutes, right? Project him for 34, 35 minutes, whatever you feel comfortable there. But he's getting the volume. 24, 21, 20, 23, 24 shot attempts in the five last games without Mike Conley. But you want to know how he's shooting in those games? 37%, 40%, 30%, 38%, right? In one of the games he actually shot well he shot 52 percent, and oh yeah he scored 62 and a half fantasy points we just need him to shoot well we need him to shot, stop shooting 20 percent, 11 percent, 25 percent from three-point land the second mitchell shoots well he's picking you up assists he's getting you a decent amount of rebounds but the second he shoots well on these 22 shot attempts per game without mike conley that's when this 8300 price tag looks absolutely comical so donovan mitchell right now somebody who's shooting over these last couple of games right around like 35 percent. i mean donovan mitchell if you want to look at what his season averages from shooting it's nowhere near that that's going to come up and it's going to come up one of these games in a major 
page away, especially with no Paul George out there, a banged up Pat Beverly not playing full minutes, and maybe even no Kawhi Leonard against the Clippers today. This could be a really nice spot for Donovan Mitchell, who on the season is averaging a 56% true shooting percentage, not the recent 35% that you're seeing. So there is some untapped potential with this price tag of Donovan Mitchell, and his recent performance might keep people off him. Oh, he's only scored 35 in back-to-back games. Yeah, he shot like 35 and 26% shooting in those games. That's going to go up. The volume is there, the minutes are there, and the overall usage with no Conley is also there. And now we get into our top five plays. And as we roll into the top five play, the number five play is going to be Ennis Cantor. Please do take a second of your time. Like button for me. Big old subscribe button pops up. And the big one, the big one, will be live at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time tonight. Tap that little notification bell. Make sure that you know that it's tapped, whatever you're tuning in on. When you tap it, it'll make it look like it's ringing around it. I appreciate that. That really helps this channel grow. And it allows you to know when, when, when we're uploading content and going live. Alrighty, fellas. Like the hoodie says the fellas, if you want to check out the merch down below. We currently have Ennis Cantor at $7,000. No price change here for Ennis Cantor. The obvious reasons why Ennis Cantor continues to stand out is there's no CJ McCollum, and there's also no Yusuf Nurchich. And Cantor just gets the minutes, and now he gets New Orleans, where this is going to maybe go a little bit under the radar, but Steven Adams left last night's game early and ended up being, I believe, a knee injury, so that's something to keep in mind as well. Steven Adams on the second night of a back-to-back. He's a guy who's not playing big minutes anyways. He's not a guy that I'm totally scared of either, but if Ennis Cantor gets to go up against some backups like uh, Willie Hernan Gomez out there, or maybe Jackson Hayes, who seems to be somewhat of a bust right now, the second-year player, right now you're getting Cantor averaging 1.12 fantasy points a minute when there's no Nurchich and no CJ McCollum on the court. He gets a 31% defensive rebound rate overall a 24% total rebounding rate this is good now the fantasy point per minute production has dropped since he was popping off game in and game out but this is also somewhat of a smaller sample and 1.12 fantasy points per minute at $7,000 for a guy playing bigger minutes is nice to see if the game stays close you can feel that Ennis Cantor is probably going to play 30 plus minutes coming off of a game yesterday against OKC going up against Al Horford for most of that game Isaiah Roby for parts of it played 32-3 minutes and ends up scoring you right around 34 and a half fantasy points he was just fine he wasn't fantastic he wasn't terrible but in that game he shot two of 10 he shot two of 10 overall good to see the shot volume continues to stay in the double digits so shooting 20 percent getting you 21 rebounds i don't expect that again but you can expect canton to not shoot two of 10 this guy was averaging a 60 percent true shooting percentage because he's shooting right next to the basket all year i mean he's coming off of games where he shot 86 percent and 82 percent right so when his canter is going to get back up into that 60 plus percent overall shooting percentage range he's not going to get you 21 rebounds but it'll start to actually score for you instead of eight points start to score for you 15 points 16 points and it'll all start to balance itself out the double double fantasy points will start to come into play as well canter's rebounding rate is almost a lock at this point for him to get you those double doubles more games than not he's coming off of 21 13 14 10 11 18 15 11 right there's only been one game over the last 10 games where he hasn't hit 10 plus rebounds and it was in the game where he only played 23 minutes due to some foul trouble and a blow up and he got you eight rebounds in that one so canter's double double upside really makes his seven thousand dollar price tag look so so appealing you're gonna get 10 plus shots you're probably gonna get 10 plus rebounds and that's just gonna combine for you right there for around 30 plus points not even factoring in the potential for assists blocks and steals so canter is our number five play at seven thousand dollar ruskies looks like a pretty strong center option on the presenting sponsor again link down below code sal to take advantage of that deposit bonus at a 1.4 x super draft multiplier the number four play on the slate and a lot of what you're going to see in this top five now is going to be the guys from houston again no still christian wood no eric gordon is doubtful so not yet official but eric gordon is doubtful and victor oladipo is doubtful to look into what happened in that last game in houston when you saw all of these guys out you ended up getting the starting lineup of jason tate who played 40 minutes uh, you had cousins who didn't play much you had david noaba who played 41 minutes you had house who played 36 minutes and john wall who played 35 minutes so a lot of these guys are going to look nice david noaba is the cheapest of them all assuming that he starts again they don't really have any other options right you have ben mclemore who they seem reluctant to give minutes to played 20 minutes in this game but that was about it you have mason jones who's more of a guard only played 13 minutes you have sterling brown who i was surprised to see not played more minutes but he played like the final 13 14 minutes of the game they went on a 15 to 5 run he got like blowout run kind of but he also closed with some of the starters to play 25 minutes after not really playing in the first half but nawaba is still too cheap at 4300 maybe not the type of play to get to on super draft but if we can start projecting these guys for 36 minutes he's coming off of a 41 minute game and 
I get it. He shot 70%. But Daniel House shot 60%. They're shooting 7 of 10, right? He shot 0 of 3 from three-point line, so it could have been a little bit better there. But the fact that he's playing so many minutes, that's what leads you into picking up three steals and blocks, 11 rebounds. And it's the price point right now on a slate that lacks overall upside and value outside of the guys that we're about to get to. Nawaba can slide into your small forward spot, which is nice. A tougher matchup for sure against Philly. But Nawaba's in play for me. We did not put Daniel House on this just to not have every single guy in Houston up in this top five. But Daniel House will be another guy who's up in that range. 36 minutes, averages a lot of fantasy points a minute, still relatively cheap and cheaper than Jason Tate. All these guys are in play. They're all going to start and play 35 plus minutes, assuming that this doubtful tag on Oladipo and Gordon holds. But Nawab at that current price point would be my favorite option. The number three play on the slate today is his teammate, Mr. John Wall, who we're getting the minutes, baby. We're getting the minutes. 35 minutes in that last game. I would not be shocked to see them end up sitting John Wall here. And then it's just the show of all these like shit show scrubs uh, on Houston, right? John Wall has been resting pretty often. We haven't seen that rest day come in a couple of days now, but he did not play. He's had days off, right? He did not play the last time that we ended up seeing him take a rest day was between the sixth and the ninth games on some back-to-backs in there as well. But we haven't seen him take a rest day in a couple of games now, but not be shocked for this slate slate to get thrown for a loop. And then you just play everybody. Sterling Brown becomes kind of a, a big, big priority at his price point if there's no John Wall. But at $7,800, I'm going to project John Wall to play 34 minutes in this game. I'm going to project him to average until we get any other news around 1.25 fantasy points per minute. And that's where all the upside comes in on Mr. John Wall right now. So he's the number three overall play. Now, drum roll, please, as we get into our top two options, starting with Mr. Michael Carter-Williams, MCW for Orlando, if he can survive because you have every single guard, it seems like that place for this Orlando team just ending up getting hurt. It started with Markel Fultz, right? They ended up signing somebody quickly just off the bench and he ended up getting hurt. He played Frank Mason. I, I already forget his name. He played just a couple of days. Cole Anthony, the rookie, ends up getting hurt. He's going to be missing a couple weeks. Evan Fournier is questionable, right? It's only a matter of time. Mark Michael Carter Williams himself was hurt for the far majority of the season. So it's only a matter of time until some of this stuff starts to really catch up to these guys. But what you're getting out of Michael Carter Williams, he doesn't have much minutes, but he's averaging 1.07 fantasy points per minute in about two games with, with guys like Markel Fultz out and Cole Anthony out. Anthony's played a lot of minutes this year, so it's hard to judge it. Either way, I think Michael Carter Williams starts. I think he plays around 30 plus minutes. That's good to see at a below $5,000 price tag. He's averaging a 37% assist percentage with these guys off the court, assuming that that comes down. But look, there's only more upside for him if Evan Fournier was to miss. There's some other guys questionable like James Ennis, which just locks in even more minutes for Carter Williams. He's a guy right now that seems like he could be appropriately priced if everybody was to play. James Ennis was to play. I mean, guys like in the rotation, like Aminu don't matter as much. He's questionable today, but also Evan Fournier. But at 4,900, this is going to be a point guard who's going to see around 30 to 32 minutes today with upside of around a fantasy point per minute production because of that assist percentage. So Michael Carter Williams is in play. Now, drum roll, please, for our number one play in the slate today. It's going to be the value play of $3,500, Mr. Frankie, we'll call him, Campazzo. The guy from Denver, the, the firecracker from Denver when he's out there. Composites look good. And here's the thing, right? Gary Harris and PJ Dozier, they haven't played in a while. We're expecting them on the second night of a back back. I'm projecting them to be out. We did not see Monty Morris yesterday. So assuming that Monty Morris misses again, I think that composite does start. But there is Will Barton who's dealing with personal issues with these, but, but the personal issues make it seem like he's not going to play today. If he was, they could do some stuff like putting him at shooting guard and then you got Composite not starting, right? Or playing point guard and things like that. But keep a very close eye on this because if those guys are out again, $3,500 against Washington is a really nice spot for Campazzo. Campazzo coming off of back-to-back games now, pretty nice production. He started in the last game, played 40 fucking minutes in that last game. He shot 41% overall, nice volume everywhere, scores 37 fantasy points at $3,300. He became the top play quickly yesterday in our projections on Patreon. The game before that, he plays 26 minutes. When guys are getting hurt, he ends up getting in some blowout run, scores 28 fantasy points. This is a good fantasy point per minute producer. We just have to see the minutes. He's averaged 0.94 fantasy points per minute in a small sample of 76 minutes with no Monty Morris, no Gary Harris, and no PJ Dozier on the court. So you're obviously getting a small sample because a lot of those guys, especially Morris, have been playing a lot of minutes this year. But even if you take them all off the court, Campazzo this year has averaged 0.8 fantasy points per minute in his 324 minutes. This is a quality producer who only gets better when he plays with stars and gets more minutes out of him. So at $3,500, this is assuming Monty Morris is out, assuming Will Barton misses again. He is the number one play on the slate. 
If indeed Monty Morris plays, just slide in Monty Morris as maybe not being the number one play, but a guy to play 30 to 32 minutes today and look like a quality producer as Morris has averaged 0.8 fantasy points a minute on the season and right around a 17% usage rate this year. Thank you for tuning in for the best picks early on video. We'll be live today at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time. Leave any feedback that you want on this new format. If you want it to stay this way, we can cut it down to top 10, whatever it is, trying to help you all out out there, the viewer, the listener. So thank you so much for tuning in. Like, subscribe, that big old notification bell before you go. And a chance to win $20,000 Lucy's the best chance that you'll probably ever have in the DFS space on Superdraft tonight. That is where your money should be going first. The contest do not fill. Try out that multiplier format. We have projections to help you down below. Promo code SAL, S-A-L. Let them know that you came from me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you all a ton. I'll be live later tonight for basketball at 4.30 p.m. I'll be live at 12.30 p.m. East Coast time talking some golf on this channel for tomorrow's Genesis Invitational Open with Mr. Dylan Bird himself. Thanks for tuning in. See you all in the next one. Enjoy, enjoy the beautiful Wednesday that we have in this nice little 10-game slate.